0: Thank you for listening to Crossroads Community Church. At Crossroads, our mission is to be the church by exalting the glory of God, sharing and showing the love of Christ, and inviting others to be recipients of Christ's love. Now, here's this week's message. I think it appropriate that we start without at least talking about the fact that yes, government shutdowns still going on, and regardless of which side of that you're on, um, there are people who are living paycheck to paycheck that aren't getting that paycheck to live. And uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's outside of a political thing, it's just for, for someone to look and see someone else playing chicken with their livelihood, no matter what the, how good, bad the argument is, there are people that are just hurting financially. Um, and I know some people say, well, you know, they're gonna get their salaries, but there's, I don't know if you guys know how the government works, but for a lot of things, the government contracts out. So there are people who do janitorial services, other services, administrative services, for government agencies that aren't government employees. And when that government agency shuts down, because of a government shutdown, those contractors who aren't government employees are out of work. They have nowhere else to go. They're not gonna get back pay. They're just gonna have to do without. And along with all the other resources that, you know, the United States has, um, there are people who, outside of a government shutdown, are just not in a good place financially. So uh, I figured it would be good for us to start, start, we've been at this for a little while this morning, but to take some time and pray for all those who are hurting financially, whether it be because of the government shutdown, whether it be because of just job difficulty, not finding a job, whatever the case. Uh, So I'm going to ask you guys to stand. And we're going to pray, and then we're going to spend some more time in just song, just lifting God up in song. So, God, we lift up all of those people who are hurting financially, regardless of the cause, regardless of what caused their financial hardship. We just pray that you would be there for them. And if there are people around them, especially those of the body of Christ who can help them financially, we pray that they would. I know that it was impactful in my life when I was jobless and hurting financially, and the church stepped up to help me out. And I pray that you allow your people who have the resource to step up and to help those around them, to encourage them, to be there for them, and yes, to pray with them, to help them through this hurting time. But we ultimately pray that they would look to you as the source and the strength to meet their needs. We pray this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. And everyone said, Amen, amen, amen. I I believe you are. God, we pray that as we go through this experience of just lifting you up in prayer and fasting, that all of our heart, our mind, our bodies, we would acknowledge that you are the way, the truth, and the life. That that's what this whole experience about is, is, is bringing your people together and acknowledging your sovereignty over all things, including our lives. Pray this in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen, amen, amen. amen. You may be seated. Uh, We're going to spend a few minutes just walking through some scripture really quick. So uh, I'm going to jump around slide-wise. So, yeah, I'm going to jump around. But uh, I think uh, we're going to start with uh, a passage of scripture. So if you have a Bible, open it up to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 5, and uh, Matthew, first book in the New Testament. Uh, and this is uh, a portion of scripture, typically called the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus is kind of talking about the way to do life, basically. And he's kind of looking at, hey, you have heard it said this way, but here is what the full gospel, God oriented intention is. And starting in verse 5, he says, and when you pray, meaning he expects people to pray and that's why we're in this 21 days of prayer and fasting he says don't be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men now when he says hypocrites that word hypocrite uh, it actually means an actor or a pretender Uh, and I know a lot of focus when people preach on this is on you know the way that the the actors kind of portray one thing and do another but it's really the intent of not just portray one thing and do another, it's I'm showing you this, but I have no intention of doing that at all. So Jesus says that these people uh, are in the synagogues and they pray on the street corners. And granted, we're talking from a church perspective, but he's also talking about the church. If there are people in church who have no real intention of praying to God, seeking God, they're doing it, he says, I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full because they do it to be seen by men. So their reward is, hey, yeah, I, I went to church today, and there's lots of people, you see it online, that post all these things. I'm praying this, I'm doing that, and yeah, but they are, may or may not, can't criticize everyone, have that relationship with God. A lot of people do it for a show. So if I post this thing about prayer and God or whatever, but I don't actually pray— Granted, I'll get all these people that will like it and will look at my page and all this stuff. But Jesus is saying, hey, if that's what you're doing it for, that's going to be your reward, the attention of people. But when you pray, he says in verse 6, go into your room, because prayer is intimate, close the door, and pray to your Father, to God, who is unseen, then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray... Don't keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. He says, don't be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. He says, hey, when you pray, you're not looking for the attention of men. So don't do it in front of people. When you pray, you're looking for the focus of God. So that's who you need to do it in front of. That's your audience. That's who you're seeking uh, to hear from. Uh, Now, I'm going to jump to um, skip a lot of slides just for the sake of time. And jump down to where Jesus talks about fasting, because he also says, uh, jump down to verse 16, he starts talking about fasting. He says, when you fast, and again, he says, when you pray and when you fast, the expectation is that we're going to do that. That we're going to spend some time in prayer. That we're going to spend some time in fasting. And for our perspective, we were talking about, yes, 21 days of prayer for people to spend time in prayer. I don't know if these slides are in order. The next one should be, yeah, God knows what we want. I'm going to skip that and go to. Us picking a goal of what are we praying and fasting about? And some of us have individual things. Some of us have people that we're praying for, uh, people that we know that we want to get saved. We want them to experience the love of Christ. People that we know that need medical healing, uh, people like we prayed for earlier that are dealing with financial hardships. Some may be because of the government shutdown. Some maybe because they've been looking for work for months or a medical issue puts you out of work and you're trying to juggle insurance bills and you're not working and all this kind of stuff. And so we said, let's, let's individually, what are we praying for? And I have family members who I know, I want them to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. I'm praying for them. I have family members that I know are dealing with uh, alcohol addictions or drug addictions, and I'm praying for them. I have family members that are dealing with financial hardships, so I'm praying for them. But then we also said that we were going to pick our goal. What is it that we want to pray for? Can you slip to the first fasting slide? And this is one of the reasons, because Uh, This is one of the reasons why we're asking people that, hey, however you do it, spend some time in fasting. Uh, And we said that there are people who may do a full-fledged fast, which would be to fast for 21 days. If you're doing that, uh, don't tell me, but keep an eye on people, because if they fall out during the service because they're not eating, it could happen. Uh, We definitely said check with a medical person before you do a full-on fast. Uh, But there's also what's called a Daniel fast, where you just limit. Uh, yourself to certain types of foods which is what I'm doing cut out certain types of foods from all of my meals and during those meal times spending time just praying for God giving thanks to God praying for the things we said there is a partial fast where you say I'm not gonna go without food for 21 days but maybe every Monday or every Friday over this three week period or every Monday and Friday or Tuesday whatever where you say I'm gonna skip certain number of meals during this 21 day period or i'm going to go without breakfast or some people said i'm going to go without lunch or no breakfast this week no lunch this week no dinner this week but whatever you're doing to spend that time in prayer and fasting and also the no activity fast where there are people who said hey we're going to spend that time um just kind of praying for God to do things in our life, corporately and individually, and we're gonna forego certain activities. Uh, biblically, it's usually coital activity, but other people have said I'm gonna forego you know, certain things that they say are important. But Jesus' expectation is that when we fast, when you do it, however you're doing it, that we don't look somber, as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. And again, we're not doing this to show people in the world, hey, that we're fasting. That's why I said don't, you don't have to tell anyone what kind of fasting you're doing, that's between you and God. He says, I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full, again, the attention of men, but when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Because fasting isn't about what we want people to see us doing, it's more about uh, what god sees us doing and what we're willing to do for him which is put him first above food above activities above whatever and say yeah god although it may be painful this is what i'm going to focus on this is how i'm going to spend this meal time or this whatever time i'm going to spend it in prayer for you so uh, i'm going to ask that we take a few moments now and pray for some of the things that we said we want to see God do uh, so first and foremost, uh, and you don't have to raise your hand because again, it's, it's intimate, it's private, it's between you and God. But some of us are praying for individuals dealing with hardships, whether it be financially or whether it be addictions or whether it be whatever. So I'm going to ask us to all bow our head and we're going to just spend some time praying for them. God, we all know people in our lives that first and foremost, we want them to experience your love. We want them to experience your mercy, your forgiveness and your grace not because we're looking to like, fill these seats with people, but we want your kingdom full of people who are experiencing the goodness and the greatness of a loving God. So God, we pray that in the days and weeks as we continue this prayer and fasting, that if you can use us to lead them to you, if you can use other people to lead them to you, if you can use whatever resources are available, to lead them to you, that they might fall madly in love with you. And God, as we said, we lift up all those people who are hurting financially, who are dealing with financial difficulties. And again, we just pray that the resources at your disposal, the blessings of heaven would fall onto them, that you would show them that you are a God that not only can provide, but a God who does provide for his people. And even though we may not know how, we do trust and believe that you are able. We pray this in Jesus' name. God said, and all black people said, amen. Amen. And I wanna pray for one more thing because one of the things, or some of the things that we said that we are praying for as a congregation Can you jump back to the congregational slides? I know I'm going back and forth. Uh, One of the first things we said is that we wanted to pray for more people, right? Obviously, we want, I mean, other than the snow Sunday, it's not like packed anyway, but uh, we want to pray for more people because obviously we want more people here. But that's not just about getting more people into the room. Hopefully, it's not, but more people into God's kingdom. Right? We don't just want people in here to fill the seats just because there are more people in here, just because there's more people giving money or whatever. We want more people to come to hear the gospel, to experience God's love, experience his grace, and then go out into their communities and show God's love and show God's grace to others. That's the more people. And I hope I'm saying that right because I've, I've, I've caught flack for, before for saying that, you know, I don't want the seats in this room filled. And, that, and so I hope I'm saying it right. It's not that I don't want them filled. I don't want them filled just so there's more people in the building. Um, I want God's kingdom filled, which is, I feel, the calling that he has put on my life. Um, and we said more children, and can we just stop and pray for future generations? Because uh, no disrespect to teachers. I think teachers are the most underpaid out there, You know, along with a lot of other groups, are definitely underpaid for what they're asked to do. And then now they're being asked to be more, not just teach our children, administrate our children, protect our children, you know, all kind of stuff added on to them, uh, but definitely future generations, up and coming generations. And we're gonna talk more about that uh, in a series we're doing down the road called Family Matters, talking about you know how do we raise our children in today's culture. Um, but look, can we just stop and pray for our children? And it doesn't matter, small toddler, teenage, high school, even young adults, all these generations need prayer. So I'm Nash you to bow your head. God, we lift up all of these generations to you. We pray that, first of all, that, again, that we would be doing our part, which is sharing your word, sharing and showing the love of God to all of these generations. But then we pray for their safety. We pray for their protection. We pray for, uh, against all the influences that are trying to pull them away from you, some intentionally, some unintentionally, but still trying to pull them away from you from a relationship with you and our ultimate prayer is that all of our children of every age of every stage in life that they would fall madly in love with you they would experience that that unconditional love that you died to give them and we pray this in jesus name and everyone said amen and just one more thing we also said we want more communication amongst all of us. And I wish, I wish that was not just us, but amongst all of the churches, that all of the churches. And uh, one of the things that, that I said also was that less isms, right, less racism, I definitely want to see that, less of it, especially from churches, from people who call themselves Christ followers, uh, who God looked down on them and said, hey, I'm going to lift you up, but they look down on other people who don't look like them and say, I'm going to put you down less of that, less financialism, the financial separation that exists in our cultures and in many cultures, uh, less politicalism, uh, because it divides all people, race, color, creed, whatever, uh, politics kind of cuts right down that and puts people on one side or the other. And most importantly, less denominationalism, because the denominator, and I get it, there's some denominations that have nothing to do with the God that we call uh, God the Father, not talking about them, but the ones who do claim that this is their God, they put their faith and their trust in the God of this Bible, yet will look at other people who do the same and say, but you're not my denomination, so we can't hang out together, and less of that. And I had the opportunity to meet with uh, some churches in Elizabeth, and we were planning out things that we as different churches, a lot of different beliefs and structures can come together and do together for the community. Some of them are just going to be things, hey, this is for the community. We get no benefit out of it. We're not going to preach or praise. It's just bringing the community together. Other ones are where we are going to, yeah, we get a chance to share the gospel and to pray and to preach and to pray for people and with people in the community. And then I met with some pastors at churches in Jefferson Hills where kind of we're not there yet at doing a bunch of community things together, but some, some prayer and time together to say, hey, God, break down these walls of separation. And let us acknowledge that, you know, regardless of what building we walk into on Sunday, that we all belong to the same kingdom. We all have the same Heavenly Father. And we're all trying to share that same love with the people in our circles of influence. So as the band comes up, and we're going to close out uh, with a song, uh, I want to pray for our local congregations. I want to pray... For the churches in our community. I want to pray for the churches that are meeting this morning, the ones that aren't, because you know, either people couldn't show up or roads weren't plowed or whatever. Uh, but I want to pray that we acknowledge the same God and that we're part of the same body. So I'm not asking to, ask you to bow your heads, God. We just pray that all of your people, wherever they are meeting, specifically we're praying for our community, would acknowledge that we're speaking to, praying to, and hoping to hear from. The same God who is the same father to all of us We all acknowledge in our in our separate buildings that you are the way the truth and the life But we pray that we would be able to cross those bridges of denominationalism And not just acknowledge it in our own buildings But acknowledge it as one people and one voice that we serve one God who is Lord above all Pray this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. And everyone said, amen, 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 amen. Uh, and I feel bad about this, so forgive me, but I think Larry and Sharon, you guys brought food? I feel like the worst pastor ever because we started 21 days of prayer and fasting, and the first week we said, hey, we're starting 21 days of prayer and fasting, but when we're done, we're going to go have pancakes. This week it's like, hey, we're in the middle of 21 days of prayer and fasting, but when we're done, we're gonna have food, and then next week we're gonna end our 21 days of prayer and fasting with pizza. Yeah, so um, Yeah, don't make it tough. Yeah, talk about a conflicting message. But yeah, anyway, so when we're done, hang out, we're gonna have some food and, and, and fellowship together. Uh, but right now we're just gonna stand and close out with a time of praising God and True. The I believe you are. God, as we continue to lift you up in prayer, we pray that we, as your people—not just us here in this building—all those who trust in your word would honestly embrace and believe that that you are the way, you are the truth, you are the life. That we would. Put all of our hopes and dreams in what your word says that you can and will do for your people that we believe the verse that we read earlier that when your people humble themselves and pray that you'll hear from heaven but we believe also the verse that follows that says that your ears are attentive listening for your people to lift up their voice and seek your face ourselves. Acknowledge that we need you, regardless of political stance, financial resources, or denominational affiliation, that we, your people, would acknowledge that we need you more than ever. That we would turn our hearts and our minds to seeking you regularly, consistently in prayer and fasting. God, we pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. It in his name. And all God's people say, Amen, amen, amen. Thank you guys. Pray that you enjoy all the food we're eating during this season of fasting. Uh, God bless. See you next week.